Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Welcome back to the show. Jerry Durham here. And uh, let's just get right into this. We're going to, you know, I don't know. Maybe there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason to this order of this podcast. I believe there is. But then again, I've been doing this for 20 years. So what I want to do today is go into those seven attributes of a front desk salesperson. We could say of a successful front desk salesperson. I think it's really important if you're going to be filling a role in your company, right? You have to understand the role that you're filling. And uh, we've talked a little bit about this and anybody who knows me, or if you've listened to any previous episodes, right? It's front desk is about selling. The front desk is the entry point into your business, which makes the front desk a salesperson. And the sooner we embrace that, and the sooner we start to uh, look to fill that role within our company, the more successful we will be sooner. We will create greater patient success, which leads to greater business success, right? That's the mantra. That's the tattoo you guys need to get tattooed across your forehead. So you see it every morning in the mirror uh, when you wake up, or you may just want to write it on a sticky note. So you don't have to put a tattoo on your head, but um, that that's the approach here, right? So today I want to talk about that seven attributes of a great front desk salesperson. And uh, we can dive right into that. So attribute number one, and I'm almost laughing when I'm going to say this, and I'll tell you why in a second. Attribute number one is caring. We need someone who cares. Now, I've said there's seven attributes, and I've told you number one is caring, and there really is no definition. They just have to, when they pick up the phone, they have to sound like they are interested in talking to the person. On the other end of the phone, they have to actually sound like they care to be on the phone. Unlike so many healthcare practices that you call and it sounds like you're um, bothering someone or interrupting someone. Right. So we got to eliminate that. So you got to find someone who's caring. The reason I laugh is because whenever I meet or go out to train new front desk teams, first thing I always hear from the owners or the clinic managers, well, our front desk team cares. And I'm like, cool. What other attributes do they have for successful selling? And it's just dead air. And I'm like, you realize caring is the A1, like lowest bar for being successful in this. It's like, yeah, it's the lowest bar. Everybody tells me everybody cares at their front desk. And I'm like, yeah, but is it paying your bills? Right. Sounds a little rough. Sounds a little tough. But caring does not pay the bills, my friend. So keep hiring the caring people, right? And they're not going to be the right people for the sales role at your front desk. If it's one of the seven attributes they have, then yes, they will be the right fit. But if the only thing you can tell me about your front desk team members, the ones that are managing the sales calls, the new patient calls, the councils, and the reschedules, if the only thing you can tell me is if they're caring, then you're going to have issues with this 
role of this person that is the entry point to your business. Okay. So I just want you to understand that. All right. Number one is caring. Number two is they have to have confidence. This is interesting. They have to have confidence in two things, themselves and what they are selling. So confidence in themselves and what they are selling. And this lacks a lot. And I hear this on the secret callers. There is a lot of misinformation and misunderstanding about what we want them to sell. And there are a lot of front desk people, front desk team members across the country trying to explain physical therapy, trying to explain treatments and trying to explain services. And they are making it freaking worse, right? Because they don't know what they're selling. And it's not their fault, by the way. You guys have heard this theme. It's your fault, the person who trained them. So if you hired a front desk person to answer the phone calls and put new people on the schedule and you haven't trained them and you haven't talked to them about what they're selling, then they're going to feel that void because they're going to do what they think is best, what's right for that person on the end of the phone, rightfully so. But it's going to be because you didn't train them. Okay. So when I say they do this poorly, it's because of the lack of training. Right. And really what they are trying, what they are selling, I, I've never trained a front desk team member to sell services or treatments. Those are commodities. I've never trained them to sell physical therapy because no one knows what the fuck that is. I've been a physical therapist for 27 years. I can't tell you what physical therapy is. And most importantly, if the person on the other end of the phone says physical therapy or you say physical therapy to them without defining what it is, then you are headed down a path of a no-show, of a drop-off, of a late cancel, of a non-arrival. Okay. So what they're selling, right, is this expertise is the differentiator of how you're different. And it's not the treatments and services that make you different. Okay. So number one is caring. Number two is that confidence in themselves and what they're selling. The number three attribute of a great front desk salesperson is they are persistent. And the way this is defined here is no highs, no lows. So they're going to, right? They're not going to get overly excited about the results of the process, which we've talked about a couple of episodes ago, and they're not going to get, they're not going to get stuck in the lows of the people that don't, right. That don't get the result when they don't get the result. Right. So this is that persistent is in their manner, right. In their emotional level. So I like this a lot because it really ties back to trust the process, not the outcome. And when I did this early on, I was so attached to the outcome, man. And I had the highs and lows, right? And so sometimes I was good about it. Sometimes I was bad and it just didn't work out well. So this persistent, no highs, no lows, right? Even killed, right? Low on the emotion side. Right. Again, we celebrate the wins, but by the way, the wins can be people who don't schedule. Right. So it's really important to define this for people so that they will have that persistency for you and stick to it. The next one is consistency. Right. And this is that same process on every interaction. So consistent with delivering the process. That persistent is how they react to the outcome of the process. Consistent is the same process on every single interaction that's being true to the process. 
right? The 10 point checklist, the frameworks, all of it, the callbacks, the cost conversations, the managing and setting expectations, the building trust, the decreasing the fear, doubt, and uncertainty consistent. That's number four. Number one was caring. Number two was confidence. Number three was persistent. Number four is consistent. Number five is relationships, right? It is that this is the definition I really like. It is that they are speaking to the person on the other end of the phone about them with their words. That is what builds strong relationships. When I speak to you about you using your words, plain and simple. So it's not just relationship builder. It's relationships defined as speaking to you about you with your words. Huge, 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 huge. Rarely, rarely exhibited when I listen to or do the secret callers. Rarely. All right. So we got caring. We got confidence. We got persistent. We got consistent. We got relationships. Number six, embrace the concerns. I love this. Stated and not. Right. So this is getting in and managing and setting expectations. So if you don't hear an expectation, you set one. And if you hear one, you make sure and acknowledge it and manage it appropriately. No stone is left unturned. Right. Managing and controlling and mitigating their fear, doubt and uncertainty. So embrace the concerns. Right. And if you say, I didn't know that, it's because you didn't ask it. There should be no stone left unturned, right? And again, this is where that 10-point checklist comes in, or what I like to call a 10-point flow sheet at this point. Embrace the concerns, stated and not. So if they don't bring something up like price, you better freaking bring it up. I love people who will just leave it hanging, right? If they don't tell you what physical therapy is, you better ask them to them. If they don't tell you their expectations, you better ask them. If they don't, if they don't tell you their goals, you better ask them. All of these things embrace the concerns, the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty. All right. That's number six. Number one is caring. Number two is confidence. Number three is persistent. Number four is consistent. Number five is relationships. And number six is embrace the concerns. And then number seven is one of my favorites. It's you versus me, right? So that mindset for selling, right? That attribute that they have to have is it's always about you. And this goes back to, you know, some of these are really woven together tight. And this you versus me goes back to that relationships. If it's about you, right? It cannot be about the business, no matter what. I had a long conversation with one of my clients this week about how they tell people they don't take insurance. And what they do is they say, we don't take insurance and let me tell you why. And then they read off like eight reasons why they don't take it. That all has to do with the business side and has nothing to do with me, the client, right? So it's the you versus me test. At the end of the call, if I am a potential client, patient, buyer, at the end of the call, am I going to go, that call was more about me, the consumer, the client, the patient, or did it sound like it was more about you, the business? Another great example of this is people ripping off their fucking cancel policy on the first phone call, all business related. 
Never. The best way, here's, here's a little takeaway. Here's a little tangential takeaway from this one. If you got this far, the best way to solve your cancel problem is to set the expectation on the first call and make sure people know why it's important that they show up and why it's important they show up has to do with their plan of care and the desired outcomes they want to achieve. That is the A number one best way to diminish your cancel rate. Now, all of a sudden, was that a you versus me thing, right? That was you. That was you 100%. Told you why you need to show up because you want to achieve those two goals. And it'll be important to you and your expert, right? That you be here to complete the plan of care, aka, right? Attend your visits. So number seven is you versus me. Can't be about the business or the practice. It's got to be about them, everything. And that's really what I do with the training. I don't bring in new scripts. I don't rewrite scripts. I tell everybody we flip the script pretty much is what I'm going to do. That's why the very first thing I do with everybody is tell me your current process. Tell me the way you're handling your initial phone call. And mostly what I do is is just flip it. So it sounds like it's more about the person on the other end of the phone and less about you. Okay. So the seven attributes for a great front test salesperson, they are caring. They are confident. They are persistent. They are consistent. They are, shall we say, relationships focused. They embrace the concerns, dot, 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 of that other person, the person on the other end of the phone. And lastly, they are always dialed in on the you versus me test. All right. So those are the seven attributes of a great front desk salesperson. Again, as I mentioned, if this person is going to be the entry point to this, your business, if this person is going to be responsible for getting people to arrive, pay, and then stay, we must be dialed into making sure that we have the person answering the initial phone calls, returning the initial emails, dealing with the walk-ins, dealing with the faxes that have these attributes. And for the love of God, stop, stop hiring people who only care. Remember, caring was number one. There are six other attributes. All right. Cheers all. I appreciate your time and your energy yet again. And uh, look forward to the next episode with you. Cheers all. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, If you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions right i'll be there you can have discussions with other people you can ask me questions i post there frequently post videos i share information there so it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance cheers all